Welcome back to Talk of the Now podcast. I'm Gene, and this is Jason, and he's doing the diggity do. Yes. My daughter has my daughter has this thing where she goes diggity dog, diggity dog. I don't know what it means, but that's what she says. Now she's your daughter, that's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> and I'm getting over. Uh, you know, we're not behind on episodes because you know we got our backlog. So no, no, no one's the wiser. But I'm getting over a cold here. Um, had one of those snot fest, if you will. Um, <laughs> yes. And so I wasn't actually, we were going to record last week, but my, uh, I had no voice. I was sounding like this when I was trying to talk. So how you been, Jason, otherwise? Well, I've been pretty good. Pretty good. Did you elope yet? No, not yet, Gene. No. No. For our audience, how, how is the lady doing? Is she fine and dandy? Yes. Oh, good. Um, yes. Good talk. Good talk, Gene. <laughs> good talk. Talk of the now, where we talk about Jason, talking about his life. <laughs> yeah yeah nothing uh nothing real big in the in the plans you know mm-hmm. you know right now got tomorrow off because why not and i had to use the last carryover day before i lost it at the end of march so i was like well i guess i'll take a friday off then so, oh your job doesn't do um carryover of uh like days off to the next month or for you know banking or whatever no we did um no it was carryover from last year Ah. Uh five we get five days every year um and i hadn't used them all up you had to use them by the end of march so those have to go first before and then i still have two family slash personal days left and then my you know two and a half three weeks of vacation whatever it is so you have any big plans for your vacation this year going anywhere special I mean, no, not really. No, not, not, really. A, not a whole not, lot. Not really. Hey, it's an inflation, man. Nobody can do anything. I don't have money to think straight. Uh, well, I could, I could think straight, but if I had to go somewhere to think, it, it you know, costs a lot of money to go anywhere. Can't, <laughs> I can't pay attention. I'm so That's broke, right. I can't so, pay attention. Exactly. As the old saying goes. Um, uh, yeah. I got you. Um, yeah, so now nothing, nothing, really, uh, nothing really big happening. Uh, well, thanks for everybody for joining us today on Talk of the Now podcast. <laughs> Not kidding. <laughs> I um, oh, man. yeah, nothing much is uh too new for me either. Um, I was thinking about uh, a few things today, as far as um maybe topics to go over or whatever, but yeah. I couldn't really come up with um, anything too brilliant other than um my personality. <laughs> Kidding. oh wow just and your humility apparently yes. oh yeah I'm, I'm so humble i'll tell anybody about it <laughs> there was um a lot of talk now i don't want to talk about this too much but uh it was interesting to watch the um the atlanta sports um <sighs> market if you will this week with all the different trades mm. of letting matt ryan go to freddie freeman leaving the braves that was that was kind of uh, get the popcorn out interesting and uh, just sort of watch it. Yeah, I not, had that that I, fear. not that it really I, affects me. What is this billionaires arguing with millionaires, you know? So. Right. And you know, I, I get it, but you know, it's, it's okay to have, you know, to be a fan of something and to, to, right. to hold on to things like that. I mean, the guy, especially in Freddie Freeman's case, had been there for 15 years. Yeah. So, I love, and, I love Freddie and, you know, Godspeed to him and everything. And I'll always be a fan of his, uh, except when he plays the Braves course. Um, but 
bottom line is if he'd wanted to stay here, he could have. He, he could have stayed, yes. And that's all there well, is to and, it. and honestly, if the Braves wanted to keep him, they could have. Um, too. But uh, it, so it goes both ways. They could have paid more. He could have taken less. But Chipper so. could have been in the same scenario, right? I mean, he could have probably gone somewhere. And I'm sorry. I'm going to be honest with you. Freddie's been a better player than Chipper ever was. And that's just that's just the truth. Hey, certainly in the postseason, you are on the money there. I, that's what I'm saying. So, to me, Freddie was a much more valuable person. Um, you know, I, I get it that some people, you know, hold on to Chipper. But I'm like, I didn't really do much for us. Um, you know, and so – but he was a personality. He was a face of the, you know, it was. Yeah. You, I'm a big fan of that. Chipper. I am. He's sorry. He, you know, he, he was the, you know, for lack of a better term, the Dale Murphy of the, the nineties. <clears throat> oh yeah. So, Early two thousands. Um, I mean, I would, I would be the first to say, and I like to call it as I see it, if you will, when it comes to sports and my fan, I like to be realistic. Um, <clears throat> for instance, um, with Chipper, he was a great player, one of the best um, all time as far as um, switch hitters go. He might even admit this, that, but he was an underperformer when it came to the postseason. There's just no way around it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I know you yeah. and I can both can both like we we sat there and watched it ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we're like, really? How did he not hit that? But Why you know what? We him? weren't in that scenario. So. <laughs> True. Yeah, I mean, and. and uh. You know, baseball being a game of inches and a game of strategy and so many different factors going into every swing yeah. of the bat, you know, there's there's really no d- definitive, well, he should have hit that. Right. You know, it's like, well. Who am I to tell Nolan Ryan that he's not throwing hard enough? You know what I mean? So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when it comes down, it is kind of like that, you know. And then Matt Ryan, honestly, good. I don't know. I'm like, after after he didn't make the call to, to run yeah. the ball on his own, I'm like, good riddance. At the end of the day, Matt Ryan, another guy like Freddie, loved the guy. You know, sometimes I think they're just a player needs to move on, you know. Yeah, it's just time. It's just time for them to move on, time for a reset. I mean, I know the Falcons reset every half year, but still. <laughs> it never seems to work. So, you know. Um, oh, goodness gracious. You know, I mean, you know, whereas you had the Braves made, you know, Anthopolis made those, you know, clutch trades last year. And just completely the man's a wizard. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, I'm so, I'm so proud of that. You know, that we need somebody like that that gets down in, in the trenches and takes those chances, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But ultimately, unfortunately, the Braves are owned by a corporation. They're not yep. owned by an individual. And I think this is one of those times where that hurt. That's like nothing we, that nobody prefers or wants, but it is what it is type thing. Money is money. And unfortunately it's a business. Um, yep. You know, and, it's and, not. Yeah. It's yeah. not up to us. It's not up to the fans to make that decision. I mean, we talk about music all the time, but yeah, back in the day, it's not so much anymore with because there is no sales when it comes to music anymore, really. Right. Um, but if you wanted to have a record deal, you are beholden to the record companies. Yeah, it's the same and kind I, of scenario. Yeah, and that's kind of how sports are nowadays, aren't they? I mean, yeah. I mean, is it illogical for me to assume that? 20 years from now, most sports teams might be owned by a Liberty type company. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe we'll have a resurgence of some Arthur blanks and people like that coming in there. And yeah, which I wish he would buy the Braves so bad. Um, he, uh, it just has never been a good enough deal for him. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, as much as like, say we can say, we you know, we didn't like Ted Turner as a person, yeah. you know, and his crazy wild beliefs and all that mess. He was a great owner. And, you know, he, he stuck his neck out there and, and 
and, you know, hired people like Bobby Cox and John Sherholtz and changed yeah. the Braves. I mean, Ted, forever. Ted had his good side. That's for sure. I mean, I love Ted's Montana grill. That's for sure. Well, um, yeah. I mean, the, man, <laughs> the, the, yeah. the man's cat, the man's Buffalo ranch works. Yes. He was a man of, he was like Thomas Jefferson, a man of uh, contradictions. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it's very true. Um, yeah. And most, you know, eccentrics like that, you know, he almost had a Howard Hughes type personality, you know, how, do you know how he's doing these days? Is he still pretty, you know? Um, he's got he's got Louis body dementia. So does he really? Okay, I yeah, wish, hadn't heard uh, lately how he's been doing. He did his last interview with like I don't know Barbara Walters or somebody like that um, at the ranch up there in Montana, and then said that's it. I'm not doing. I'm not making any more public appearances. So he knows he's gone. He probably can't even remember anything. That's a rough thing right, there. right now. It's rough on anybody, you know, because yeah. you die. You die before you die. Yeah, and, and no, no question anybody's opinion about Ted Turner. He helped put Atlanta on the international map. He did. Much as I can't stand his news network that he founded and and his mm-hmm. personality, he did help. Um, yeah. Now, I did. Did I not hear that CNN is trying to go back to more of a news network? Is I feel like I heard it. I I know that's you know laughable in some ways, but I I feel like I did hear. Here's anyway. the deal. Here's the deal. To go back, they would have had to have been one in the first place, and they have never been. <laughs> and I'm just being honest. Yeah. Um, well, I do remember back in the Gulf War days, it was kind of cool to watch it as they were. It was cool it. to watch it, but we just didn't know any better. That was the key. Yeah. Um, you know, they've got a new owner. He's, mm. or they got a new one, of new shareholders, who's a conservative. Mm. Um, you huh, know, what whether he's a part of a certain acquisition company. Um, which is mm-hmm. what we can hope that that acquisition company is getting in that we're not going to get into that right now, but yeah. Um, and you know, I think, yeah. Cause I mean, they've got so far to climb out of a, a well, deep dark pit of you despair. Know, uh, speaking of them, I was telling my wife that back in my teenage years, I used to like headline news because it was just sort of, um, it was like a 30 minute. Um, I don't know if you remember the guy that used to be on there. It's just 30 minutes of the news. Like, it was just like, this is what's happening on in Detroit. This is what's happening on in England. This is, you know, it was sort of like that. I mean, yeah, I don't know. So unfortunately, whatever. still with a slant, but we didn't really realize it. But, yeah, uh, we just didn't know any better. And but um, for the most part, it seemed like that. But anyway. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, but, yeah, when it comes to, to sports teams, and th- I mean, you can think, I mean, all right, take, for instance, you, I know this really isn't our topic to talk on, but take – the that's how we say the Houston Astros. Oh, this is a sports show, Jason. Don't you worry. Okay. <laughs> what? Do you, who do you think of when you think of the Houston Astros? No one, right? Okay. Who else do you think of when you think of the Houston Astros? Hmm. Certain Maybe. guy. Certain guy that might have caught the ball. Why am I totally missing this? I've always thought Nolan Ryan or Craig Biggio at the least. There you go, right there. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, so you've always what I'm saying is you got your franchise players. You got your guys that define the franchise. Now the Yankees obviously have had more than anybody, but more recently we think of Derek Jeter. Yeah. You know, and A Rod as Yankees. But um, you know, for the Braves, we can we can almost define it by decades. You know, we had I mean, you had Hank Aaron from the beginning, but you had him really in the 70s. Um, and then well, even the Braves parted ways with him his last yeah. two years when he went to Milwaukee. Dale Murphy, who we loved, he also left and went to the yeah. Rockies when they formed. Now, unfortunate for him, when he left is when we went the worst of first season. Yeah. But, you know. That spawned then, the David Justice coming up. 
and all that yeah. stuff. And we also had our nineties pitching staff, mm-hmm. you know, uh, with a, a great bullpen, a great farm system. So we, you know, we've got household names, but Greg Maddox, we got from the Cubs. Remember? Oh yeah. Greg Maddox was a Cub. Well, that original. was a, that was the big deal of the early nineties. Yeah. And wow. What a deal that was, mm-hmm. um, you know, but man, he was a free agent. Glavin, Maddox and Smoltz. I mean, what better pitching staff in history? Which that's a good point, though. I would imagine. I mean, I don't know any. I know a few Chicago fans, but I would imagine a lot of Cub fans that remember those days. That yeah. might have been their Freddie Freeman moment when they saw Maddox go, and they were like, "You're leaving us." Which uh, point of um, interest? Maddox has a Cubs hat on in his Hall of Fame shrine, not a Braves hat on. So something to think yeah. about there. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, yeah. And I'm okay with that. I respect that. You know, he was a Cub first. Oh, sure, whatever. Um, but um, what's his name? I think of, you know, Cubs being the team that we all watched in the afternoons <laughs> on WGN because they were there was no lights in, in Wrigley yeah. Field. And, you know, so you have people like Ryan Sandberg and, mm-hmm. you know, players like that. Well, um, you know, I have a um... – I have a certain interest in the Cubs because my grandfather, one of my grandfathers was from Chicago and um, he grew up as a Cubs fan and even watched them into his old age, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong. The Cubs are one of those teams where it was like, I think most of sports celebrated when they won that world series. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was just phenomenal. That that's one of those things that you're like, I'm glad I was alive to see that. Kind of like when Mm -hmm. the Red Sox beat the Yankees after being down three to one in the, yeah. And the you know, ALCS, you know, like that, those that kind makes, of moments yeah. are just awesome. That just made me think that in a lot of ways, the Cubs are the National League's version of the Red Sox in a lot of ways. Yeah, they were, yeah. Because, I mean, um, just in their whole, you know, um, pedigree and – Almost, um, an almost. <laughs> the factor of almost with them, <laughs> you know. I, well, mean, that's what I you... mean, they're a different team and they're a different fan base. But, you know, they the, – I, I love teams like – I love fan bases like Boston, St. Yeah. Louis – Chicago, where they have fans that really get into it and they're committed to their team. And yeah. Atlanta's, we're that way. We're not always that way, but we are that I'll way. tell you what, last year proved that we were a lot more that way than I thought. Oh, yeah. I mean, the turnout for those games, and and I was in one of the crowds outside during game six. When game six was going on in the stadium, I was outside in the battery with 150,000 of my friends. <laughs> it only watching. took 55 years, Jason, and we, we finally <laughs> – I'm just like, it, I loved it. I was like, yeah. you know, normally I get kind of annoyed with bandwagon, you know, fair weather people, but I was just so excited to have that kind of frenzy about it. I mean, I went to the parade. It was insane. It was like, mm-hmm. but it was a different insane, you know, the parade for 91, I, I got checked out of school to go to, and it was just, it was violent. People were pushing in front. This was just, everybody was excited, but everybody was nice. We were letting yeah. kids go up front. Everybody was making sure the kids could go up front to see, you know, it was just this whole positive feeling. And you just, you know, we needed that. And then, you know, we have another team do well this year. Like what the heck, Georgia, <laughs> something's in the water, right. you know? And right. And know, that I, but that's what I argue, you know, down here, it's college football. It's college football that has that kind of frenzied, you know, just crazy fan base, you know? You know, when you're you're more tied to your college football team than you are anything emotionally. Usually. Well, we didn't get an NFL team till the '60s, late '60s, and, and we still haven't had one. Um, anyway, <laughs> I, I argue. Um, you know, two two uh, Super Bowl appearances, two different degrees of embarrassment. Um, and I just, you know, like and and seeing 
you know, the celebration for Georgia's national championship win and being in that stadium with a full yeah. stadium, like it was a game day. I mean, just like, what in the world? You know, this is, this is why I always tell people it's, it's college football down here. You know, it's not that, but anyway, um, anyway, all that to say, we will miss Freddie, but honestly, I think Atlanta fans miss Freddie more than Freddie misses Atlanta. I should say. Um, I hate to say that. I'm not hey. trying to joke on the guy, but I kind of understand how he feels. You know, if if I'm that valuable, pay me. Maybe all the more reason to recruit the uh, the homers, people that are from your area. Yeah, and that's uh, the other thing that makes it rough is that he's a hometown guy. You know, it's like ah, you just want to keep those. You know, and we got Dansby Swanson, but I'm just like, you know, you want you want to keep those guys. Um, but again. Hey. Matt, Matt, at the end of the day, though, Matt Olson, I mean, he could turn out to be just as great as Freddie. We don't, we'll yet we don't to be know. Seen. And, and who knows? And honestly, the way Anthopolis works, we really shouldn't count him out. No, we definitely not. Count him out because I think Anthopolis has a, a bit of a, a bulldog in him, like fighting, you know, British bulldog in him. Just a, you know, I'm going to go well, after it. I'm going to go after these aggressive trades. And right. that's what you need. Knowing what I know about baseball, you know, being a fan for over 40 years. Um, it, it, there are so, I I think you're, you're a fan that has never played baseball or doesn't know much about it. If like, if you're a football fan and you're just now coming into watching baseball, there's so many factors, um, that go, that come into play that are, that are even off the field when it comes to being able to win a pennant and win a super, um, you know, world series. And it go and a lot of and to me a lot of it comes down to clubhouse chemistry, yeah, and true. and how people are interacting with each other because the Braves, you know, they were they were not if any I mean if you could compare them to a um, a person at the end of last year they were pretty much like a somebody walking around with a broken leg. I mean, then they got a few pieces to add on to get them back on their feet again. But I mean, yep. they didn't they didn't go into the playoffs with a great record they didn't go into playoffs with a strong team so to yeah, speak. they were they were the worst record to have ever gotten that far you know it's like yeah and hey, so yeah. i say i say that because next year with acuna back and they got azunia back um yeah. and they got oh, greg olson they got all these great players are probably <laughs> going to get some greg pitching. olson <laughs> i say greg olson yeah. nice. how, how many times am i going to make that mistake in the over the next year <laughs> I know. Um, those are the days they, they got um, him. They got uh, – you'd probably get some more pitching pieces. In other words, the Yankees and Dodgers have – how many times have they done this? You'll go in there with 108 wins, and then you'll just, you know – You lose. Deflate first yeah. round of the playoffs. So I mean, it, it number of wins are no guarantee, you know, because baseball is different every day. And like you <clears> said, <throat> said, there's so many factors that come into winning a baseball game yeah. that are just it's, – it's mind-boggling. I mean, why do you think the statisticians make a lot of money? Because it's, you know, everything's based on stats. And even the stats aren't always accurate, you know, because anything can happen. Yep. And as the Yankees and Dodgers prove year after year, you can't buy a World Series, you know. No, you can't. I mean, and as Oakland and teams like that prove, you can, and Miami, you can get a World Series sometimes just by putting a few pieces together and going in there limping, you know. And then next thing you know, you've got two World Series under your belt. Yeah, I mean, you know, the whole Moneyball concept kind of you know kind of makes sense Mm -hmm. get on base get on base (laughs) you know and 
you know, it sounds like, oh yeah, just get on base. Well, it's actually yeah. pretty hard <laughs> to consistently do that. So, you know, that's why it's a, it's smarter to take those chances like Anthopolis did with, with, you know, those trades that he made that, you know, we're losing Acuna, you know, it hurt and we did better after losing Acuna. Yeah. And who's and, to say we would have even gotten there had we had Acuna? I don't think we would have. Yeah. I don't think we would have. I think, I think the chemistry was what it needed to be. And that's what makes it kind of a sweeter win to me than even 95. Yeah. You know, it helps and, you appreciate it too. Yeah. Because it was like, we had no business winning that thing. <laughs> we really didn't. And somehow we did. I thought we were going to, by, I thought we might make it to the Brewers and get yeah. clobbered by the Dodgers. Honestly, I thought we were going to get clobbered you know, by the Dodgers. I think that but, you have to be an old, an old Braves fan like you and I to appreciate how this team last year was the team we wanted in 1991. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this team that this, – this is the kind of win that we wanted back in 91 but didn't get until 95. Right. You know, 91 was probably the most evenly matched World Series ever. Mm-hmm. Um. So many one to nothing games. Um, you know, they had its moments that we were all screaming at the TV. You know, why didn't yeah. Bobby Cox take Charlie Lebrand out against Kirby Puckett? But anyway, um, you know, and obviously Ken Urbeck pulled Ron Gann off the bag. But yeah, the old wrestling move, you know, um, there's, but that's you think he, you think he you know? runs through Atlanta's airport when he comes to town to, to like do a layover or, <laughs> yeah, possibly. Um, uh-huh. but, you know, I think, I don't know. I just think there's, there was something about that team that brought magic back, you know, it just brought some magic back to, to our sports town, you know, mm-hmm. and none of oh, this, yeah. Oh, none of this. Oh, they just pulled in Atlanta. They pulled in Atlanta. Well, well it reminded, it reminds you of the, um, you know, the Red Sox. When, what year was that? 2005 or six? Four, when they had that? 2004. 2000, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was a, that was an exciting team to watch. I mean, that's still the most I've ever jumped up on, on a couch up and down for some team that's not the Braves because I was like yelling and screaming like, Holy crap, you know, because it was against the Yankees, which made it sweeter. But I, I appreciate the history of that moment. Who do they, you know, I don't even remember who they beat in the world series. Uh, that was, um, uh, St. Louis, the St. Louis. Oh wow. Yeah. It didn't really even matter because their world series was that ALCS. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I sat there and thought to myself, you know, there are, there are times, just you know, get a little sentimental. There are times where I miss my dad, and that was one of them, because dad would have loved to have seen that. You know, that was just one of those sports moments where I called Keith, I called Keith Dorton for a team that wasn't anybody anywhere near an Atlanta, Atlanta or Georgia team, and we're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe. You know, it's like, oh wow, you know, it's like it was just one of those things. You know, I'll always remember where I was. That you know, kind of like when Mark McGuire, you know hit that ball out um now that we even though we know it's you know steroid induced um Uh, which ruins that you know which is another reason why to me barry bond should never be in the hall of fame um but you know to me it's kind of a it's kind of a uh pete rose thing um yeah great player great guy probably is really sorry for what he did pete rose anyway but you knew the rules you knew the rules before you, you played the game, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but again, you know, I, I think mm. we've, we've, we, when we look at the, the evolution of some of these sports, you know, since we've been alive, you know, you ever go back and watch 
footage from the 80s mm-hmm. and even the 90s and realize how old it looks it oh yeah like, wow i've seen ken bird's baseball you know it's like good grief you know it wasn't it doesn't seem that was just the other day right nope which if, <laughs> you, you, if you call yourself an american i just should say that you should watch ken burns um documentary it, baseball you should watch ken burns anything honestly he just yeah. they ha- he has a way of doing a, a documentary that's just you know oh sucks you in you know different subject he is yeah, yeah, about yeah. to do one on benjamin franklin that i plan to watch oh week. really that so, would probably be really good to watch it's going to be a two-night deal on uh, pbs I, so, all right for all well, you history nerds out there i mean how the people that i put to sleep benjamin <laughs> franklin's probably one of the most interesting of our founding fathers yes oh yeah, yeah. i mean they're all interesting in their own way but benjamin franklin's the most <laughs> i read his biography and um i forgot the author's name isaacson or something like that yeah incredible from page from beginning to end just an incredible book to read about one man That's awesome awesome yeah um well, you know well jason that's a. Uh, you know, I was going to actually uh, talk about, uh, I'm about to let you go, but I was actually going to talk about uh, spirituality some tonight, but we could do that another night. <laughs> we don't talk about crazy stuff, Gene. Come on. No. Yeah. <laughs> spirituality we'll, we'll do that spirituality in what way? What were we going to? Well, I just, um, we don't, we haven't talked about spirituality much oh, on okay. our show. Okay. And uh, yeah. I was just thinking one night we could just uh, call it spirituality and we talk about, you know, I yeah. guess living, living, uh, what, what does it mean to live the Christian life in today's world? I mean, I do other special episodes about theology, and um, I've started a whole new podcast called Talk of the Now Theology, which is just all the theology episodes that I do with um, pastors and um, spiritual leaders. I've culminated them onto one new podcast that has about six episodes on it now, and um, there's there's one episode that I'm going to load up pretty soon from a guy that... um, I know as a missionary, that'll be pretty good. Um, but uh, anyway, um, that's what I was yeah. thinking. We would, we'll do that. Maybe, maybe if not next yeah. week. You know, spirituality, baseball, they're similar. Yeah, yeah. very. Yeah, sometimes we got to be organic with this, right? You know? Oh, absolutely. Sometimes you just want to chat around the fireside, you know? And that's, you know, honestly, that's where people can see your true personality in one of these things is when you just kind of let loose and just talk. Yeah, um, my voice didn't want to talk much more. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of with you. I understand that. Um, but yeah, I, I you know, all that to say, uh, spring training, right? And then luckily we got a season coming up because we weren't sure. So uh, April fifth or something, right? Yep. That when it starts. Okay. So uh, we'll have to see. You know, it's 162 games. A lot can mm-hmm. happen. A lot can happen in 162 games. You know. You know. Yeah. I didn't think about this at the beginning when I was talking about topics. Um, we. Um, I don't know where you want to take this, but we're, I do want to continue our series about talking on different um, genres. And uh, I know we did funk, which that that episode is loaded people Um, uploaded. It's not loaded, but it's uploaded. And uh, it's, Oh, it's loaded. 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 loaded Fun and knowledge. Uh, Anyway, funkadelic times. (laughs) It it is uploaded. And uh, our classic rock discussion, by the way, has gotten many downloads. I'm very impressed, but uh, I don't know. I was thinking maybe we could go the route of uh, having a talking about uh, country music or something. Hey, man. Like yeah. Let's do you're it. you're a bigger authority on that than I am. But well, we, well, all right. Here's the deal. Well, especially when it comes to music, people are authorities in different areas on their own. Right. And, and that's how it is because you're, you're passionate about whatever music you're into. So mm-hmm. you know. did you ever watch the um, PBS special on country music? 
No, I always meant to. I just, I never it, had. It takes a long time, but I would definitely recommend if you get a chance to, Jason. It's, uh, yeah, it was really good. I was very impressed. For some That's reason, good. they love talking about Dylan, but whatever. I don't know why they decided to talk a lot about Bob Dylan with regard to country music, but they did. Uh, yeah, we'll avoid that. Um, it's like they, they wanted to use every possible excuse to bring him. I mean, he did apparently collaborate with a lot of country music singers and, they yeah, really but I wouldn't waste, him, but yeah. I, uh, I would consider him at, at best at, at the strangest folk music more than yeah. country but you know whatever. when you watch it though you'll be like there will be certain things that they'll go through and you'll be like wait you gave that three minutes but you gave that other thing 15 minutes <laughs> okay i'm so glad there was a movement in you know boone north carolina or something i don't know they just it's interesting but um <laughs> all right jason well um speak of peace anything else nope just you know everybody stay strong and Stay prepared and keep it between the ditches. That's all I got to say. Stay prepared. Amen. All right. Well, we'll see you later. Thanks, everybody. Where's my stop button? There it is.